at uh, 2.40 this morning. Actually, I woke up a little early. It was about 2.30. And uh, the first thing I saw on social media was our friend here at Mornings with Mark and Gabe, Pastor Tom Repke uh, from Linden Road Presbyterian Church, and he was posting from Asbury University. Uh, he decided to make the drive after church yesterday and just see what was going on. And so uh, I gave him a call uh, and a text as I was driving into work. Uh, and uh, at 5.30 this morning, I know a lot of you weren't up, uh, we had a conversation on the air, and I was able to you know, get it uh, in a form where we could play it again. And so we're going to do that for those of you who weren't up early this morning and we'll get another eyewitness report on what's been happening over these last number of days at Asbury University. We'll get to that after the forecast from Andre, and we'll hear from Christine Wurtson on Daughters of Promise. Stick around. All right, let's go back to this conversation I had over three hours ago with our friend, Pastor Tom Repke. And we say good morning to Tom Repke on his way northbound out of Kentucky and uh, headed back to northeast Ohio. Good morning, Thomas. Good morning, Mark. Well, uh, yesterday after church, you just decided to start driving south? I did. Well, it actually started uh, after your conversation with Bill Ellis. I just began percolating on some things, and I just like I, I just tried to figure this thing out, like everyone else, and had read so many things from so many people, and just thought, you know, I just need to see it for myself. Okay, so, so. you headed down to uh, Asbury University yesterday. Right, now, Wilmore, Kentucky. Getting into Wilmore itself was a little interesting, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I mean, uh, I wondered why my phone said it was going to be longer than I had originally had planned, and it turned out that they had set up uh, police uh, barricades at the entrance to the village, uh, the city there, and um, they were encouraging you to go home and, and uh, listen to it or watch it on the live stream because they just didn't have any room. Although, mm-hmm. uh, in a former uh, vocation, I was a, a, a photojournalist, and so you sort of learn that when those things come up, there's always a way around it, and I just felt compelled to see with grace and kindness, and they were very gracious, uh, parked and you know, walked about a half a mile into the campus, and it was just, yeah, beyond words. I, I, I'm going to have a hard time trying to give you some word pictures, but yeah, it just was amazing to just sense what God was doing, okay. and he's doing something. Now, I, I want to make sure everybody understands this. It's not just at one location, correct? Right. So the where it started with 20 students after worship on Wednesday is Hughes Auditorium, which is their auditorium right there on the main part of campus. And then just because of all the people that have shown up, they had to set up uh, many venues. Um, the, the Vineyard Church, the Methodist Church was simulcasting as well as uh, a number of halls that they have on campus. And it was impressive even to see on the front lawn, they had three jumbotrons, and I'm just thinking, how did you pull those together? But it was very helpful uh, to help people experience if they couldn't be inside. Okay, now you did get inside, and you got inside to multiple venues, correct? 
Right. I started out um, just walking around and just you know, having conversation with people just to get a sense of where people were from, because it really did look like, you know, maybe what heaven's going to look like. Just all sorts of people of all sorts of ethnicities and ages. And it was just really beautiful. And then I walked to one venue, but it was uh, overcrowded. So uh, actually uh, a guy who's uh, he's a professor there. We have a couple common friends that, that used to work at Ashland Seminary, um, the other ATS they uh, um, he encouraged me to go around to a new venue they had opened up, and again, it was just really beautiful to be part of that. Okay, so uh, how many different venues did you visit, and what did you find? Well, I, I think I was in five different ones, if you include the one that was on the front lawn, and that was the one that was interesting because you had this serpentine uh, grouping of people. Probably, I'm going to estimate based on the how long it was, about two football fields length of people waiting to get in. And they were, you know, encouraging people to, you know, uh, after a worship set and after a a preaching, uh, sharing of the word um, to, you know, get up and uh, let someone else come in. Uh, Be, you know, love love your stranger uh, as well Mm -hmm. as your neighbor uh, and let them, you know, engage in that opportunity of being inside this great auditorium that um, where it all started. Before we get to what happened uh, when you got into Hughes Chapel, Tell me about the hospitality on campus. What was uh, this is becoming a story that I'm hearing repeated almost as much as what happens inside the venues. Well, when you think about, you know, all of a sudden having this thing happen and then all of a sudden you've got 10,000 people that are your best friends, right? How do you mm-hmm. show and you know, just all these various levels. So the staff uh, and the, the administrators and professors and adjuncts and you know secretaries and admins were all with their volunteer badges on and were just showing all sorts of kindness they had uh, all sorts of snacks water all available for folks it was you know just amazing even to the point of where every venue i walked into i was met by an usher of some sort someone who was like can i help you find a place uh, to sit uh would you like to be upstairs or downstairs and it was just really when you think about i, I don't think that was on anybody's agenda two weeks ago that all of a sudden just that idea of hospitality and kindness, which I think is a, just a beautiful thing that represents the kingdom. Well, I know you got into multiple venues. I guess I'll just focus here in the time we have left on what you experienced at Hughes Chapel, uh, which, of course, is where everything started over, well, 12 days ago. Uh, tell me about how long you were there, what you experienced, and uh, kind of the diversity of what the worship was like. I I heard that uh, it's it's hymns, it's praise and worship, it's some of the newest stuff, and they're singing some older songs. I mean, and proclaiming the word constantly. What's what's going on? Right. Well, it seems like there's a flow, and it's all being student led. Okay, so I think that's for me. You know, having been involved in London, I've done been door holders at Passion, and we really value the next generation. And just to see them lead and to lead with creativity. And yet, you know, there was no PowerPoint. So how do you lead, you know, an auditorium that seats 1,700 people to sing? And they were all over the map. And the last two songs, and the one song in particular they repeated a number of times tonight, was this, there's a song out uh, called Gratitude. And it just, just the words of that song. And then our last song that we sang before we wrapped up was uh, uh, Just As I Am. And so it's just that beauty, the beauty of the kingdom. And again, when you sit there in the auditorium, it's very eclectic. And, you know, it's everything from 
state Presbyterians like myself to there's charismatics because it just it, there was lots of diversity in the styles of worship and and from the front the students were encouraging to show kindness and show generosity to your neighbor it may not be yours your kind of worship but this is how we're going to worship because God is present here so mm-hmm. it's just really beautiful so you have had a few hours uh, as you drive home to really ponder what you saw and what the Lord is up to there. All I can say is that yesterday at two specific times in our church service, uh, once when we were asked to pray and the other time when, during the sermon, please forgive me, Pastor Chris, but um, <laughs> I specifically prayed what Bill Eliff prayed on this program last week. Don't pass us by, Lord. Don't pass us by. Amen. Well, I think it was even encouraging as at the end of tonight's, and, and they're going to be changing some things going forward, but as they wrapped up last night, uh, the, last night they, they encouraged anyone who was not going to be there on, on Monday to raise their hand. And, and, and the, uh, like, uh, the young man that was leading said, we want to pray for you because we want to commission you to send you out because we want to remind you that even though we're here for this experience and uh, Hughes Auditorium, it's not about the auditorium, that you are the temple of God, that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, and we want to equip you through this experience to send you out to make an impact in the world. And that mm. was, you know, as they asked people to you know, lay hands on, there was somebody close to you if they were standing up and had you know, demonstrated that they w- wouldn't be back. Uh, that was just, you know, so beautiful. And still, I'm, I'm not quite sure what to do with it. Uh, just it's so so cool but at the same time it's like i wonder what god is doing and they shared too that a couple times in the evening that, that this is going on at other college campuses right so they shared that, that they had been in conversation with somebody in waco and 26 different colleges came together with churches and had a common worship experience uh also last night hmm. and you you told me uh before when we talked as i was driving in here this morning uh cedarville Something going on there? As I understand, yeah, they've had a, a couple of evenings of worship. I, I know that uh, there's this, this movement, if you will, Lee University in, in Missouri. I talked to a woman who had driven in from St. Louis, but she had heard that uh, there were students doing similar kinds of things. And, and you just think about just where we find ourselves, you know, uh, the Jesus Revolution films coming out this week. And we've, we've leaned into such incredible times right now. We're right on the verge of Lent, right? Right, uh, and it's just like, what is God doing? Uh, and I, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I'm expect, expectant, if you will, okay, of what what He's going to do. Me too. So I'm excited. Uh, as we wrap up here, Tom, because our time is getting a little short, you mentioned just a second ago that there are going to be some uh, alterations to what's going to be happening at Asbury. Uh, main one reason being some of these young people really do need a rest uh, after 13 days. How are things going to change and look a little different moving forward? Well, folks want to learn, if they just go to asbury.edu forward slash outpouring, there's a whole list there of how, and it's even changed since I looked at it two hours ago, where um, they're basically landing the plane of the day-to-day full day, because it's been going nonstop since a week ago Wednesday. Mm-hmm. They're going to be moving to, so they took, took a rest tonight to let the building rest and let just get caught up on toilet paper and cleaning, you know, all that stuff. Uh, because they just don't have the ability to maintain this. And so they're going to invite the students back tomorrow. And then, as I even read just a moment ago, while I was waiting, waiting to chat with you, that they've changed it again, where the 
apparently that some of this is going to be moved to a, another venue in Kentucky so that it can continue. Mm. So I really think, yeah, I just want to give, you know, the praise to the, you know, president Brown and, and because given how some people would have taken this, you know, they might've leveraged it in the wrong way and leveraging is the wrong way, word probably, but just shepherding it and stewarding it. So they didn't, doesn't become, I, I, I think, uh, there was a podcast I listened to from somebody from Christianity day, you know, just talked about the, the gawkers that end up at these things, you know, that Jesus had the gawkers and we do too, mm. the people who, you know, want to grandstand and just the beauty of what, uh, they're trying to shepherd through to have these students that they are responsible for experience the Holy spirit in a ongoing basis without lots of people from the outside watching. Tom, thank you for the report this morning. We sure appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. It was good to get a text from you at 245. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Our friend Tom Repke. Now, uh, yes, things are going to be changing going forward at, uh, at Asbury University. And uh, I know some people may say, oh, well, I guess I missed something. Oh, no. You didn't miss anything. If this is the beginning of something that God intends to do, you haven't missed a thing. Because it's going to be coming to where you are and to where I am very soon. We'll be uh, having more reports on this outpouring as they occur. We have uh, a number of people. uh, I have them kind of, uh, you know, alerted to the fact that When things break out, when things start happening where you are, please let me know. Looking forward to that. Well, thanks for being here this morning. Mark without Gabe, today and tomorrow. Uh, Now, coming up tomorrow, we're going to dive back into the coverage of the first anniversary of the Russian 